This is your host, Ali Ismail, also known as Mental Chai. Nice to see you on YouTube, on Facebook, and if you're listening on a podcast, nice to to have you here. Uh, Let's see, so today we're doing a goal-setting workshop, and it's the beginning of 2021, so let's start it off by deciding what we want to do. So let's see, let's start with a slideshow, and I'm going to do a screen. So today we are working with SMART goals and SMART goals are really smart. They help you focus and get goals that are a lot easier to accomplish than just regular goals. And it's an acronym. You can see it if you can read it. If you're on a podcast, I'll spell it all out for you. So SMART is an acronym and it stands for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time bound. And what that means is that specific makes it really clear of who's doing it, what's happening, when it's going to be and where and why you're doing it. it. It answers a lot of these questions. It doesn't have to answer all of them, but it should actually make it pretty clear what's going on. Measurable makes it something that's easy to track, whether it's happening or not happening, whether you're getting closer to your goal or not. And attainable makes speaks for itself it should be something that's possible and something you can do it's good to have ambitious goals but if they're too ambitious and you're struggling too much it can take away a lot of your motivation so that can that can be a problem that's a drawback to many goal setting workshops that people go through or when they set goals or resolutions for the year uh, it, it might not be attainable or they just give up in the middle r is for relevant and it should be something that is relevant, that is, that it pertains to something interested in. So um, one thing I don't like about resolutions is that as the year goes on, you may be reevaluating and seeing that your goal may not be relevant anymore. And then your resolutions, it's such a big word, it just, it feels like you gave up on it, but actually goals should be smart is the first half of smarter or the first portion of smarter where goals should be reevaluated and revised. But since we're starting the year, we're gonna go with SMART and in the next workshop, we'll add SMARTER to them. And the last part is time-bound. So in the scope of this workshop, time-bound is what makes a, a goal a goal and not a dream or a wish. Having a deadline on it makes it pretty clear that it's gonna be done by this time. And hard deadlines don't always have to be met because often, we get pretty close as long as there's a there's a deadline. And um, in retrospect, it's good to be a little soft on yourself, but until that point, it's good to be a bit hard on yourself and, and have that balance. So let's do some examples of what SMART goals are. And I think one of the best examples is the National November Writing Month. It's also known as NaNoWriMo. And that's when people get together and in November, they just write a 50,000 word book. They choose a genre or they choose a topic that they're interested in. And in 30 days, they have to write the book. And this is the perfect example for a SMART goal. It's, uh, so in this case, it's specific because it's a ebook that is on a topic you've picked on. So you have to complete an ebook or actually any book, but ebook is what's happening these days. 
is measurable because it's fifty thousand dollars, fifty thousand words. So that's a trackable, trackable target. So as days days are going on and you're writing more, you can see whether how fast you're getting to fifty thousand. And this ties in with being attainable. So writing two thousand words a day allows you to finish it in twenty five days. It's totally possible. So if you take a few days off, it's not no big deal. And each day you can see you're getting closer and closer to your goal. It's relevant to you as long as you choose a topic that's relevant to you. And so whether you're, if you're studying something or you're working a specific, specific area or you have a really uh, intense passion towards any hobby, you can write on that. You may already have the existing knowledge and don't really require that kind of research. Or if it's just a genre that you want to write a fictional story on, there's not that much research required, just some dreaming and some writing and let things flow out. Um, and it's time bound, bound. <laughs> it's time bound, it's a typo. So it must be done in 30 days. And that's what gets so many people to complete an entire book every year. Smart goals can be like this. So if you guys are writing um, your goals down, you can start now. If you have ideas, I really recommend to just write it all down. Um, and let's see, let's go to the next page. If you have any questions, you can reach out. Uh, main areas of life that people want to work on are, are three. One, their health. Secondly, it's wealth. And the thirdly is love. Almost every uh, dream, goal, or wish that's shown to us on TV or the ones that come from within us are in these three areas. And you can break down health in too many ways. So there's health can be physical, it can be emotional, mental, spiritual. And you can even go down to saying that with physical health, I want um, to be more fit. I want to do weight loss. I want to gain weight, bulk up. I want to do martial arts. I want to do, an, I want to do a triathlon. There's so many dreams that people have regarding their with just their physical bodies and their health. Uh, with wealth, it has this bucket. I've, I've pre-written some stuff. So um, career and income are pretty big ones. People work on side hustles. People are interested in investments. People are interested in increasing their savings or the wealth in, in knowledge or just experiences. They have projects they want to work on such as being social media influencers, starting blogs, starting podcasts, um, all sorts of things. And in love, there's, there's dating, there's marriage, there's family, it's all kinds of roles you have to play with other people. There's make, carving out the time for them, whether it's going on adventures or having um, vacations with people. That is, uh, those, are, those are a lot of examples that people use. So um, let's take, I have a link below for a Kaku team and it's called kaku.team slash goal setting workshop. So you guys can go ahead there and we're gonna take five minutes each and um, we're gonna go ahead and start writing down goals in various areas of life. So I'm gonna stop my share for now. And I will meet you in the Kaku link I have offered in the Facebook page. All right, so 
let's do a five minute timer and we're gonna focus on health. And there's no wrong way to do it. So if you have ideas or if you have, uh, you wanna brainstorm, you want to just write things out in words, you wanna draw pictures, things come in different order, you just hop around, it's all good. It's, there's, there's no wrong way to do it. So here we go, five minutes and counting. Okay, we're at three minutes. Just under two minutes. So wherever you are in your goal setting, keep going. If you just have a bunch of ideas that are coming out, let them come out. 
if you're running out and you had a couple ideas down, start converting the SMART goals. Write down what it is that you want and write down how you can make it more measurable. Write down how it can be attainable. Make sure it's relevant and make sure it's time bound. One minute left. What do you want with your health? Do you want to grow? Do you want to go on hikes? Do you want to feel lighter? Do you want more energy? Do you want to change anything you eat? Do you want better gut health? Do you want to do more cardio? Do you want to do more weight resistance? And how does all the types of health play into your overall happiness? Last 20 seconds. done with that one. So let's see what do we got here. So I'll share one of my own. I've been really interested in gut health recently. I want more energy and a few lighter. So I want more greens in my diet that will allow me to have that. Not necessarily greens, probiotics, prebiotic, prebiotics and all kinds of stuff like that. So I want to eat more of those at least once per meal for the next 12 weeks so that I can feel lighter. I can uh, have better gut health and have better energy so I can do all the other things I want to do. That is my smart goal. And hopefully that will give you a better insight on how to make smart goals if you don't have that much practice in it yet. Okay, let's focus on money and wealth and all that kind of exciting stuff of life, all the shiny things. Let's do another five minutes and I'll start a cuckoo timer. And let's go.
that is the end of that cuckoo. And let's see. So for wealth, that is me. I want to help more people than ever. That is not a smart goal. So I want to help. Well, I think I'll, I'll keep my, my goals private for this one. And let's jump into the last one on love. And so you can focus on relationships of any type, uh, whether you want to focus on your family or your friends or dating or marriage or any role you have with other people where love and affection is involved. And your dreams, your goals, what you want to do, where you want to be, how much time you want to spend. Think about those and let's start another cuckoo for five minutes. And here we go.
minute and a half. So let's see. Does everyone have goals ready? Okay, so you're asking how to manage talent acquisition in the this competitive customer engagement. And your idea is to bring everyone together on the same page with the same commitment on performance. Okay, um, let's see. So looks like there's a couple of sides to this question. So if you want to work on talent acquisition, then there are, uh, it depends what part of it. So if you are looking for new people, there are a lot of websites such as Indeed um, and a few more, I can share that with you directly. And while you're looking for competition, you could see what core values you need, what are the roles you need and see how you can have them fit um, in software engineering. Google and Facebook and Amazon, they go through several step interviews and make sure the person's the right fit, not only with skills, but also getting along with the other people, making sure there's good communication and understanding before they even do the, uh, get them on, on the on ship and hire them. Um, but once people are already inside your company and what the ideas do, are there to bring people on the same page, to have the same commitment on performance, um, you see, people can be driven in different ways. So to get them to be uh, committed, you can have them write down what their goals are and do a similar goal setting workshop in terms of, for example, I'm not sure what the specifics and context are, but suppose they're sales reps and they all need to make a certain amount of sales. You can have them, uh, work together in teams and, uh, or you can have them compete with one another and have them write down how much they're going to do. So <laughs> it really depends on, on, on the situation. Um, but 
balancing out the competitions that people work together and not work together. I'm not sure if that's an issue you have in your context. Um, let's see, do, 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 do. but yeah, to have them on the same page on performance, you can see that our company needs to have this many sales by the end of the month or week and have everyone brainstorm together and see what they can do. So I think using something like Agile or Scrum to do that would be really effective. So what you do is you'd have a me weekly meeting on Monday and Friday about, so Monday will be more about what everyone's going to do. And then Friday's about uh, how, if you guys got there and what worked and didn't work. This is like a modification. I think some companies do only once a week. And at the end of the day, people can just check in why did what worked and what um, what targets were hit. And if there are targets that are not hit, they can mark down and say exactly what kept them from doing it. So that on the every week should be a lot better than previous ones. So for example, if there was uh, miscommunication, the training wasn't good enough, there's a technical issue, there's a product issue or some other kind of informational misunderstanding, those things will reoccur and keep coming up. So handling them and having them come in on and then do a weekly revision where the whole team is there to see why did it not work or why did it work? That will be very effective. I can, if you're interested, I can send you more information about Scrum or I can uh, send you resources on how to acquire people and for talent. Um, if you have any other questions, let me know. Uh, if you wanna go all deeper into goal setting, if you have, if you had, uh, what's it called? Projects that were bigger than um, something you can simply do that's like straightforward, maybe like, for example, working out can be, if you want to gain muscle, you can just do a few things repetitively every week and get there. But if it's something a little bit more complicated, like starting a company or changing the direction of, um, of your company, <laughs> I'm stuck about companies. Uh, what you can do is break it down into uh, quarterly goals. So three months or 12 weeks and, and see, okay, so I want to get this result in 12 weeks and then break it down into three chunks of month by month by month and then break it down week by week by week and try to follow something similar to the scrum that I recommended um, and revise it every week. So let's see, you said on a personal front, goal is to develop empathy and personal satisfaction. Uh, okay, so empathy and satisfaction in your own work, I assume. So de developing empathy of and how others are, um, I mean, that's a lot of it's putting yourself in other people's shoes and seeing their struggle. And it can, it can be difficult, especially since so many people have different um, upbringings. Whereas uh, a lot of, some people are self-built self -built, and so they come from um, literally the streets into wealth from through their hard work and efforts. And it's hard to relate with someone who has a, a good beginning and is unable to get those same results. Uh, it, can be, it can be, for example, now it's so easy to communicate with a whole bunch of people with technology which didn't exist in um, when I was in elementary school and so in like the early 90s and the early 2000s where it was just really difficult to communicate, advertise, um, especially like Google advertisement. 
so oh yeah <laughs> two part question so for for having empathy it's just that the a lot of it is that the things we do now that are like the the good things that we do now it's because through regret or difficulty it's like now that i know what i know i would never do that ever again and the older we get the more of those experiences we have and the person we're work with working with may be completely in the dark so um empathy will differ as long as that person's doing their utmost effort and putting their best in um they can they can change and so being able to gauge and see is this person actually doing their utmost best and what is keeping them from doing their best if they're self-sabotaging then um it, it depends on on the situation for how, how to build empathy in that but for the most part people are doing their best you can just talk and see what are the hurdles, what are the problems, what what can be done, and what what does that person need in order to get to the vision that you have for them, um, and the vision they have for themselves. And those should be aligned. If there's any like friction between um, not getting along, it could be your employee's vision for themselves and your vision for them is not the same. And imposing your vision upon someone else usually doesn't end well. But having a, a conversation of a consensus of expectations that could help a lot um regarding personal satisfaction if it's for yourself it could be um well in, in terms of smart goals you could see you could measure and see how far you are from your goal so for example if it was the book idea that i given then every week you see that you're doing like ten thousand words and you're almost there you can get that sense of satisfaction. Um, some things are not that uh, straightforward. So um, there is, a, I think it's called a paperclip technique, where if it's, uh, I think you're coming from a sales perspective or a comp company perspective. So suppose someone's working on sales, you can have a jar full of paperclips and an empty jar. And the person gets on the phone, does a cold call. As soon as it's done, they, they grab the paperclip, put it down, and then they do another call. And what it does is you, you start building two habits with each other. The end of a call means you pick up a paperclip and you put it down. Putting down paperclip means you make a phone call. That makes sure that the person's always moving and productive. And it gives that sense of satisfaction. Like I just did something and I physically see something measurable happening in front of me. And that is also a way to get personal satisfaction in something that is routine and happening all the time. So hope that is helpful. Um, if you're interested in uh, life coaching or business coaching, you can direct message me directly and um, uh, we can do a free consult call or if you wanna join a program with me, that's, uh, that's fine too. And uh, yeah, feel free to send me any questions. If you wanna dive deeper into um, goal setting, let me know or we can call it a night. So I'll give you guys a couple minutes. Okay.
All right, so let's continue for bigger projects and structuring bigger goals. So let's go back into this, do a share screen. And okay, so this is going back to something that I just mentioned. It was when you have a, a project that's a lot more bigger or complicated then you're going to want to uh, you're going to want to focus on breaking chunking it down into sizable pieces. So, for example, if you want to become a real estate agent and you want to get certified, become a real estate agent today. You could say to yourself, "I want to be a real estate agent by the end of the month." Let's do it. But <laughs> the requirements is that you have to do a certain amount of hours of studying and um, you have to pass some requirements where I think it takes at least six months in California to become a real estate agent. So structuring it out, you can say that, okay, I, it takes this much time to do it, but I wanna make sure I do it the minimum amount of time possible. So finding, you can say that week one, I'm just gonna find people who offer the classes and make a decision who I'm gonna do it from. Week two, I'm gonna get into a class and start studying and doing the process and then start meeting the requirements. And then by the end of that final week, you take the exam. If you're doing something like starting a new business venture, like starting a online store, you can think about your concept and overall idea. You can say, oh, you know, I'm gonna do a clothing line or I wanna sell um, golf equipment or whatever it is. Um, you decide whether you're going to be creating it or it's going to be something someone else has manufactured and you just ship it. It's something you do you store it or are you going to have it drop shipped? Are you, um, yeah, so your that relationship with suppliers, then your overall look and feel, how your customers are going to experience it, and then how are you going to advertise and reach your customers? So, all of those technically could be done concurrently, but breaking it down uh, week by week and seeing that. Um, for just the logo, okay, I'm gonna go to Fiverr or Upwork and just look at other people's work and see which ones I like. And before you even go there, you should be clear about what kind of logo you want. So you can say week one, I'm gonna think about my logo. Week two, I'm gonna find someone to do it. And week three, I'm just gonna have them go for it. Meanwhile, week one, I'm gonna look at my concept and overall idea. And then now I'm blank, I'm gonna revise this at week two. Then week one for suppliers, I'm gonna look at, um, make sure I know what I want to sell. Week two, look at the profit and numbers and make sure it makes sense. Week three, go on whether it's Alibaba or American supplier and look at their things. And that way you can have like several concurrent week one, two and three going on. Same with advertising, you can see what channels where are my customers at? Are they on TikTok? Are they on Facebook? Are they on LinkedIn? Are they looking at magazines? Are they on the radio? Where are they? And then how I'm gonna get to them. So um, yeah, you could break it down week by week and seeing that in 12 weeks, sometimes it's easier going backwards and sometimes easier going forward. Sometimes you can meet in the middle. Uh, you'll just see it as you're doing it. And um, yeah, so I, I took the idea from agile technology such as Scrum of weekly sprints and then putting it into your four week chunks. And that way you can revise it if necessary. Some things you don't need to iterate and then some things require iterations. So that is it. And that is the end of my uh, goal setting workshop for you guys. 
if you'd like, we can um, we can do another one in a month or so and revise, see where we're at. And yeah, if you want to ask me anything directly, I am down. So um, yeah, have a great day. And if you're on YouTube or on a podcast, then I'll hear from you guys later. You'll hear from me and have a great day.